Hello. Hello. Hmm. Welcome hmm. to the podcast again. Yes. Again. Yeah, you're always welcome you're to our podcast. You're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Andrea, you just said welcome. You can't take that back now. <laughs> that was a solid welcome. And everyone's like, well, you can't revoke that. It's revoked. Whoa. Please hand over your membership card. Okay, Andrea, card. we're impeaching you. That's it. <laughs> you can't just veto every welcome to this podcast. You can't that... impeach me before you impeach Trump. <laughs> that has to do okay, well, with now... first. Yeah, that's true. Well, now, since everyone, I'm sure, wants to impeach Andrea, they're like, well, now we, we gotta impeach Trump. Yeah. if it's gotta go in that order, it's it just gonna happen. It has to go happen. in that order. So yeah. if you want to get rid of me, you gotta get rid of Trump first. Yeah, so, so here's some motivation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by impeach Andrea, I mean, I'll just, like, I don't know, throw foam at her or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can't Yelling, do impeached, me. impeached. You'll that's how it goes. You'll start having a conversation with yourself every Saturday. Yeah, well... I mean, that's reasonable. I do actually have a running commentary with myself where mm-hmm. I do talk to myself all day. And I do talk too. myself through things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. And I think it weirds out my office mate. Really? Probably a little bit because I'm like. Oh, probably. I'm like looking at my computer. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> Stuff like that. And she's. That's fair. She's like this straight laced oh, lady. Um, who just doesn't like. She's probably about my age, but she's straight laced and yeah. Huh. Like a like a mature thirty something, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like me at all. Most of the thirty somethings I meet, like I'm in my twenties. Most of the thirty somethings I meet are the exact same as the people I meet who are between the ages of like nineteen and whatever. Yeah, like, well, I it's because really you tell. know me, and I'm very youthful. Yeah, although most of the ones I meet now are youthful. I think it's a millennial thing. No. Like we're all kind of just trapped in just a me. space. Well, you're exceptionally <laughs> youthful. Um, Thank you. Like. You know, maybe Useful, not younger immature. than, uh, I was just about to say, like, maybe a little younger than 19 at <laughs> Yeah, I give I you, try. uh, like, okay, not, like, five, but, like, five and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're welcome. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah that's I a big difference. never get old. Yeah. <laughs> Spiritually. My yeah. body will. Yeah, yeah, it and that's is. actually the part that you don't want. I know. Like, I'd be okay with being a very mature person trapped in, like, my young body forever. Like, not a child's yeah. body, but, like, you yeah. know, like, my 20-something body. Yeah. Uh, like a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to be a child forever, though. That sounds terrible. But, yeah, no. With yeah. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> with the uh, running commentary thing that I do, I remember, like, my boyfriend, when he was down in uh, January, February, he commented on that, and I hadn't noticed before. Like, I knew <laughs> I talked to myself. I didn't know it was, like... A running dialogue like it never stopped like mm. i was always saying something like i would talk through that's like putting hilarious. my cigarette out and he'd be like he th- actually thought it was cute and fun though oh, okay that's yeah good. he wasn't weirded out at all i think it's because it's not like a creepy running dialogue it's not like what does ren want to do ren like <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that <laughs> i used to work at a hospital as like um stocking and cleaning rooms to prep them for anesthesia yeah and um and I used to be in the storage room, like, looking for stuff. And there was, like, just shelves and shelves of, like, hundreds of items. Yeah. And you just kind of have to remember where they are because there's no actual logical <laughs> organization. <laughs> That's promising. And I would stand in there and I'd be talking to myself and be like, where, did it, where is it? Okay, those are those things. And I think yeah. I remember they were close and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's like And that. then somebody would walk in. Oh, And shit. I'd be like, I was, I was talking 
There was um, someone just here. And yeah, they, he just left. Um, they, he had to go. He just left. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. He was in a huge rush, and also he's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, invisible Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> him. Always you know running him. off. He's yeah. such a scamp. Yeah, he just comes here, <laughs> chats with me, makes me look crazy, and then he's gone. Yeah, jerk. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Big Joe? fat jerk. Yeah. <laughs> he's fat. You can't see, though. <laughs> I mean, that's, his, that's one. Of, like, he's just got a very, like, beautiful... Beautiful, yeah. handsome, round, cheerful face. B B I M. B B I M. Big, beautiful, invisible man. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Big, beautiful, invisible man. Okay, so what are you afraid of? Okay. Tell me your fears. First, I want to tell oh, you, have a you list. Oh, shit. and everybody that the new season of Fleabag is on Amazon. Okay. And I was watching that, and I love Phoebe Waller Bridge, and I have this unrequited love. And then <laughs> call Andrea back. She's awesome. What she can do with her face. You have to watch that show. Oh my gosh. That sounds funny though. So shout out to Phoebe. Waller Bridge. Waller Bridge specifically. Yeah. Not just all Phoebe's, but I mean Not you can if you're like super interested in Andrea and you can do things with your face. But um Yeah. I like, yeah. I like people that do things. Phoebe's with, their with face. the face. Yeah. Faces. <laughs> yeah. So Um and then I'm afraid for my memory. Wait, so what did Fleabag have to do with this? Nothing. I'm I just lost. wanted to say I love it. I didn't even know that sh- what that was. Like, that, I know. I, guess I figured it was random. It's a show. I just wanted to talk about it. Okay, you're allowed. I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to Google it just to let so, like, I know retroactively what the fuck you're talking about right now. But yeah, so what was your what was your fear again? Like, um, uh, I'm afraid for my memory because... Right. Is that why you have a list of like things you're afraid of? Right yes. That's, <laughs> she I have to list. write it down. <laughs> I thought you hated lists. I can't I believe do. you succumbed. And now I'm forced to make them. <laughs> I spent a lot of last week thinking it was June. Oh. Hmm. Right? Bad. Not Like, at first I kept thinking it was also, like, Friday or later in the week. Or then I would think it was, like, if it were Friday, I would think, oh, it's Tuesday. But oh, then, yeah. and that's, like, you know, kind of average. But yeah. then I would also be like, and it's also June. Well, and it's kind of weird that... You feel like that. You thought that, like, even with the dates, just because you have a work schedule. Nine, I know. Like, a nine to five, And I basically. write the dates, like, because yeah. I have this notebook that I need to use for work, and I need to keep the dates straight, and I use it. Yeah. You'd think. You would think. You would think. Yeah. I mean, like, I the, when I started uh. losing track of time, it was when I graduated high school. Like, yeah, because then you right don't then, have, if you don't have a schedule, if you don't have school or work, yeah, you then you don't. don't need to keep track of the date. Exactly. But so I, I do. Know. And I write down May in my book. And Oh, shit. So you're worried about your memories. That's your fear is like yeah. losing your memory? Yeah, I'm losing my mind. Okay. Well, I mean, it's been like a slow process. I mean, yeah. that's been happening for a while in various ways. I know. I, feel. <laughs> I know. But it, at least, I mean, I guess it's, at least it's slow. But yeah, there's that. It's fairly important to know what month it is. Fairly important. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fear? Um, my fear, oh, my fear, oh, so I had to factory reset my my laptop, right? Oh, right. Adware, I think there was probably malware, it was trying to be sneaky, there was at least adware, and it was like, hey, yeah, click here to install this, because your computer needs protection, and I'm like, okay, you're the reason that my yeah. computer needs protection. They I can see that URL that you're sneaky. trying to hide, <laughs> like, I know which site 
fucked me up. But yeah, yeah, no, so you click on, like, allow notifications boxes, and now they're making fake ones that look identical to the ones on news sites where you actually have to, and it's just like, oh my gosh. So it's driving me nuts, and I have factory reset the thing, so now I have to re-download everything. I mean, I saved all my files to a backup hard drive, obviously, but, Mm -hmm. so that's fine, but in terms of, like, audacity of the recording program we're using now like i have to like every program that i do have to re-download um i'm just afraid i'm gonna download a virus again yeah because like i, I gotta that. look up protecting my mac because like macs don't tell you how to protect them very well yeah because they yeah. didn't really they didn't have the issue as much no they didn't no there weren't really viruses for macs no, not for a while. And Macs have, like, really good built-in protection, so you don't usually have to buy, like, your own security or anything the way you have mm-hmm. to for PCs. But I did check my settings last night, and it was my firewall was off, and I was like, okay, why is that a default setting? The that default weird... should be that the firewall is on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then if you want, you can turn it off. Yeah, if you need to for some weird reason. That right? would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mac, a- Apple, what are you doing? You suck. Yeah. This is a call-out post for Apple. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> so that's my fear is I'm going to get another virus, have to, like, factory reset at some point, and that everything's going to lag again, and I'm just going to have to uh, And you have to keep saving stuff to your external hard drive, which is, like... Well, I've got all of it on there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been doing that over the years. Like, just as soon as I finish a project, I put it on there. Yeah. So I didn't have to do it all at once, luckily. Yeah, yeah. which is good. Yeah, that would have taken 500 years, approximately. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, because I don't like using Time Machine for... I don't like using any of Apple's features. They're creepy, and they they spy on you. I don't like them. iCloud, <laughs> stop hovering over me like an ominous specter. I don't like know about any specter. of these things, because... Yeah, because you're lucky yeah. enough to have chosen a PC, like a Android reasonable person. and I have a PC laptop. Yeah, and I have Apple and an iPhone. I know. Oh, iPhones. You need to... Oh. It's fine. We're updating our um, carrier. We're changing carriers. We don't have to put... We can yeah. this part out. But we're changing carriers. Okay. And you can get a new phone. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. There's uh, sunlight on the horizon, I, I guess, there is, is how that... Every iCloud has a silver lining. <laughs> no. No. Stop it. Okay. But that was Please. brilliant, and that just came to me, and I am very, very proud Somebody of myself. Somebody help me. Yeah. <laughs> Someone help Andrea. So, actually, there's a podcast uh, that we wanted to promo. Right, because it's really, it's really actually cool. Really, yeah. It's done, like, old-timey radio. Yeah. So, it's like... You know, yeah, like, he does, like, the old-timey radio yeah, voice. like, the vintage... Horror. Uh, horror, like, scary... Yeah, like, midnight shows noir. Shows that they would have listened to. Yeah, like, on the radio late yeah. night, like, ghost story type hearing. Yeah, like, yeah. creepy stuff, yeah. Like, with the background noise and everything. Yeah, he's got the background like sounds. Like, the rain or whatever. You know, like that. Yeah, and anyway, he's got it's a really vintage. good voice It's really for cool. It. Yeah, yeah, and he's got the perfect voice for it. So, here is October Pod. Here you are. It broadcasts at 1.38 a.m. from the very center of hell. October Pod. Finally, a retro horror show which offers to bold individualists a look into the maddening space between nightmare and nostalgia. True horror stories and found footage beyond anything you've tested. Octoberpod. Offered by OctoberpodVHS.com. 
in black and white and color. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Stream as much as you can. So that was October Pod. And yes. yeah, it's great. Listen yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, go check them out. October Pod. Is that with a K or just October normal spelling? October no- normal spelling. Norber spelling. Norber spelling. You know Norber that time? Yeah. Right? Yeah, from the Norber Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam Werber. <laughs> yeah, so Andrea's just going to dig right into her case. Um, All right. You didn't have a request this time around. I did so not. You got creative. I got creative. I just started looking at, um, basically it says the most harrowing, I found this site, it's the most harrowing unsolved cases by state. Okay. And I started at A. Yeah. And started just looking more closely and I found this one in Arkansas. Oh, well, shout out to Arkansas. Yeah, um, here you horrible go, Horrible things Arkansas. happened there. Apparently. Yeah, tell us. Okay, so this is the case of Don Henry and Kevin Ives. Uh-oh. Yeah. I That's saw the already first bad, point. right? What? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It does sound like I'm just like, oh, Don and Kevin, that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I saw your first uh, line there, and I see that they're teens, yeah. Yeah. That's what the uh-oh is for. Sorry, Don's and Kevin's. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, what's you. wrong with They're like, wait a minute. Name. What do you mean that's a bad sign? <laughs> is name Kevin cursed? Yes. Shit. And the name Don. And Henry and Ives. Also, yeah. So this is just... This is potent. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so Don was only 16 and Henry was only 17. Yeah, see, this is where my uh uh-oh goes. Oh, whoops. No, sorry. Don was 16 and Kevin was 17. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because first name, first name. Yeah, I was just doing first name and last name. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. So Don Henry is 16 and Kevin Ives is 17. So they were young. Correct. Yeah. Um, so they were normal boys. They hung out a lot with each other. Mm. Um, they would double date with their girlfriends. It was yeah. just normal. Normal teen stuff, yeah. On August 22nd, 1987, they met a group of their friends in a known teen hangout area, which was a commuter parking lot in Little Rock, Arkansas. I feel bad for teenagers. So, like, when I was a teen, I had to, like, find shitty hangout areas too it's always like a parking lot or a ditch or like gravel there were always known ones we had what we called a pit i think it was called the pit you see that doesn't sound fun either it it was but yeah it doesn't sound good but it was like this little spot by one of my friend's houses that was like in a kind of a ravine and there was a little clearing inside with like a toppled over log that you could sit on and stuff oh that actually does sound nice yeah, it was pretty good. Better than a parking lot. Anyway. It is better than a parking lot. In Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So right. it was really common to hang out at that parking lot. Like they did it all the time. All the teens did. Mm-hmm. And then around midnight, the two of them went to go to Don's house. Right. Kevin waited on the porch and Don went in to talk to his father, Curtis Henry. Right. Uh, they told him or he told him that he was going to – they were going to go spotlighting. Right. Which is night hunting – and it's a version of hunting that is illegal in Arkansas. Basically, Ooh. what happens is one person shines a light in an animal's eyes, which right. transfixes them, and then the other one shoots them. Yeah, that's uh, that's dickish. I know. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like that. All but right. it's, I guess, regular Rural teen Arkansas stuff in too. Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean to, like, slam you there, Arkansas. It's not like Calgary's ain't better, but yeah. No, we're not. We're just not as rural. 
really. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure in certain parts of Alberta, the night oh, hunting yeah. thing is not uncommon. Yeah. Probably not. Um, so they chose their usual hunting ground along the railroad tracks behind Don's house. Right. So three hours later, a train came down Bryant Hill. This was August 23rd, 1987. Right. Because it's after midnight. Yeah. The train was just over a mile long, and the engineer saw something on the tracks, but he couldn't make it out at first. But then as he got closer, he saw that two boys were lying parallel and motionless across the tracks. What? And he started honking the horn a lot, like crazy. Yeah, of course. And then when they didn't move at all, he put on the emergency brakes, but... The weight of the train carried it for half a mile further. Yeah, they can't stop suddenly. No, they can't. And they, he, it did run over the boys. Yeah. Their bodies were mangled. The medical examiner said that it was an accident. The boys were under the influence of marijuana. Uh. But people said this would be really unusual for these boys to like like go get high and lay down on some tracks. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess. And they'd hear the train coming. Like, even if you, like, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't be completely motionless unless you had so much pot you passed out. Well, and that's what they're saying. So they said that – the ME said that they had smoked the equivalent of 20 joints Whoa. Okay. and had been in a very deep sleep, and um, therefore that's why. But everybody was like, there's no way those they would smoke 20 joints. Yeah, and lay down They on weren't those tracks. kind of kids, like – yeah. They would smoke in a normal a normal amount of joint. Yeah, <laughs> but smoking 20, 20 is odd. It's insane. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. Yeah. Um how do you even and a lot hold of it like how do you afford that, that as teenagers yeah. to even buy that much pot? Yeah, and how would you be able to hold the 20th joint? You'd be so fucking high. You'd how be would you so even be able to high. roll this? Yeah, like to the point of being sick, I would think. Yeah, you'd be greening out. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Kevin's father didn't believe well okay neither of their sets of parents believed it and kevin's father hired a private investigator good um and then five months later like the i don't know what the private investigator found but five months after the death um their parents held a press conference to try to get the investigation reopened right and it was and the bodies were exhumed Then they concluded that together they had actually smoked just between one and three joints. See, like between sense. the two of them. Yeah, so that's not more normal. 20. Yeah, that's a lot. Which makes more sense. Yeah. And they decided also that one boy had already been dead when he was on the tracks. What? And the other was unconscious. Oh. So they were not sleeping. That makes sense. So then they ruled them Shit. probable homicides. They weren't sure, but they said probably. Yeah. And they had been laying on the tracks, like, covered with a green tarp. So initially oh. when they thought they had smoked those 20 joints, they had, they thought the boys had just smoked a ton of weed and then covered themselves with a tarp and took a nap on the track. <laughs> As you do. Where everybody always goes to take naps. Yeah, yeah, okay. No it's very relaxing and soothing to lay down on train tracks. Especially yeah. active ones that trains still use. Yeah, but only if you've got your cozy tarp with you. Only if you have your cozy tarp. Yeah, this is my good tarp. <laughs> and only if you're severely ill from having smoked 10 joints each. each. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So neither of the boys owned a green tarp. So people were like, okay, they were obviously covered with it by someone else. Yeah. And Who was hoping they'd, their bodies would be mangled probably. Yep, and it would cover up the death, like yeah. the murders, right? Yeah. Um, the police later denied that the engineer had told them about the tarp and questioned that it even existed. Oh. Because, of course, by now they've been exhumed and the tarp is gone. Oh, yeah. 
because um, they were already buried and everything, right? So yeah, and the train driver saw them, so he didn't. They just did, see a and tarp. apparently there were other witnesses in the train or something. I, the engineer was definitely like he was adamant there was a tarp covering them. Okay. So one week before this happened, uh, like the whole. The whole, the whole yeah. murder part of this story. Yeah, the deaths. A yeah. man had been seen wearing military fatigues near the train tracks, and he was acting weird. And the cops stopped to question him, and he opened fire oh. on them. Oh, shit. But I, they didn't catch him. Oh, no. But then they found out that witnesses saw that same guy the same night Kevin and Don died. Ooh. And he was heading down a road less than 200 yards from where the bodies were. Oh, and then another eyewitness came forward and claimed to see in a parking lot a cop beating two boys and forcing them into his truck and driving off. But this Whoa. information could not be verified. Oh, scary. Yeah. So that's hard to it's say. It's yeah. really strange stuff going on, right? Yeah. What is happening in this part of, like, the area? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Don Henry's T-shirt was then analyzed by an expert pathologist, mm. and he found cuts in the fabric that indicated that he had been stabbed before the train had run him over. Oh. So then they finally changed it to definite homicide. Yeah. So it looks like a cover-up. Yeah, Is what people yeah. decided. And yeah, what everybody who has covered this case since has also decided. Because the sheriff at the time refused to allow funds oh. in uh, to forward the investigation and he also oh. lied about where he sent the boys clothing for examination oh wow he was supposed to send them to the fbi and oh. he actually just sent them to the arkansas state crime lab oh yeah wow so the cop thing might be oh that would yeah. make sense uh Oh, no. So his name was Sheriff Steed, and he was not reelected as the county sheriff following, you know, this involvement in this in this cover know. up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Two Good. days after he lost the election, uh, Keith McCaskill, an informant who was asked to take aerial photographs of the crime scene, was murdered. I don't know how, but he was murdered. Whoa. So he was like a witness or somebody yeah, who could he was testify. Yeah, a witness. Yeah. Um, on January wow. 22nd, 1989, 26-year-old Greg Collins, who was called to testify to the grand jury, died in a motorcycle accident. Uh-huh. It's odd how everyone who could potentially give information is dying. Yeah. This is definitely a very cover-up-y. On March 1989, another recipient of a subpoena to appear before a grand jury, Daniel Booney Bearden, disappeared. Huh. And another death that was connected with the case was 21-year-old Jeffrey Edward Rhodes, and his body was found in a landfill in April 1989. What the fuck? They were all wow. ruled homicides, but there were no arrests. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. So. <laughs> Justice is strong in this part of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So then there was this other case that happened before this happened to these boys, right? Yeah. Uh, so they... Remember this 1984 case? It was identical. On June 25th, 1984, Bill Hainline, who was 26, and Dennis Decker, who was 21, were found lying motionless on a stretch of Kansas City Southern Railroad, which was south of Potowin, Oklahoma. And I don't... Potowin? Potowin? Potowin. Oklahoma. Yeah. Potowin. I mean, it would be French, Potowin. But it's probably it's not how it's Yeah, pronounced. it's probably like Potowin, Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
the alcohol in their blood was near the legal limit for drunkenness, so it wasn't even, they weren't drunk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was near it, but not even, not even. Yeah. They ruled their deaths accidental. They thought they probably fell asleep on the tracks. <laughs> they were lying in the same position on the tracks as, as the boys. The boys. Yeah, right. They decided there was no evidence of foul play. Really? But then the case was reopened in 1985, and it focused on the possibility that drugs were involved. And one month after the bodies were found, a clandestine methamphetamine lab was found 1.5 miles from the tracks. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if it was a cop running the meth lab. It could have been. And that's why it was covered up. So there's up. a big, like... And that's why he kept killing people, got close. They're indicating that it does have to do with drugs. Yeah. And that, that it involved probably a high-up politician. And then oh. so the cops are covering it up for, you know, this high-up politician. Yeah. So in March of 1987, uh, there's this guy named Billy Jack Haynes. And he was re- a wrestler. And he was wrestling at the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit, Michigan. So yeah. this is 1987. This is the year the... The boys were killed. Yeah. So his real name was William Albert Haynes. And in February 2018, he came forward and said he witnessed their deaths officially. Wow. So just last year. He just sobered up a few years ago. Um, and right. he says while he was performing in the 80s, he also transported and trafficked cocaine through the U.S., which eventually brought him to Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. So he was also an enforcer. Oh, well, so he sense. provided muscle to the criminal element. So he'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in August 1987, he was asked by Arkansas, by an Arkansas criminal politician, to provide muscle at an Arkansas drug transaction. Oh, okay, so a po- wow, a politician asked him to yeah. like basically be the the drug bouncer. Yep. During the wow, okay. And while he was doing this, he he says he saw the boys were murdered by some people who were working for the same politician. And he ended up reaching out to Linda Ives, um, which is Kevin's mother, in 2016. So the whole thing they're thinking is, it's unsolved, obviously, but they're thinking that it involves a drug ring. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, so there is a huge drug ring in the area. Linda received some info about it, and there's been so much resistance from authorities to even... To even talk about it. Yeah. Of course. Well, yeah, because, oh, man, would they ever be in legal trouble that they covered this shit up? Yeah. And were, you know, accessories to murder. Yeah. Yeah. They're thinking they probably witnessed, um, like, a drug transaction, those two boys when they were out there. Well, yeah, it would make sense. And then they were killed to... To cover that up. To shut them up. Yeah, and I mean, the other two, the older ones in their 20s who were in the the same fucking position in that same area, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like, obviously... You know, I can't ever imagine being able to justify... Yeah, this is why, pa- like, power structures like this shouldn't exist. Like, police and politicians should not be given this much power. We need to, like, democratically elect po- individual policemen and rotate them out, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah, I agree. They've got way too much power over the lives of others. Like, yeah. it's fucked they up. They definitely need to be rotated, too. Yeah, politicians, too, yeah. Yeah, everything... I mean, I guess. I mean, technically, technically politicians are but... are, but not really. I feel like impeachment should be an auto thing. If that's yeah. you know, if people are like, no, you're not doing what we wanted. Like, we democratically decide that you're gone. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 All right. So I have some stuff for you too. But first, we wanted to promo right a little uh, podcast that so we've this been promoing because they're an awesome. awesome podcast. Yes. Uh, they're kind. Of, they're very much like we are. Uh, yeah. So it's conversational. Uh, they're really funny. Yeah, they've and got they great also sense do creepy humor. stories. 
Yeah. 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 So it's like it's like us, but like yeah. you know, like yeah, they yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe less awkward. Yeah, they might maybe say less yes, awkward. Less, yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably are better at this. In fact, <laughs> I know they are. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, so give them a listen. They are called Dead Time Stories with a Z. Yeah, the cool way. Yep, as we always say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because we're good at explaining things today. Gosh, I'm so fucking tired. I'm so That's, hot. I'm using that plea. It's so hot. Yeah, we're both going <laughs> to get out of our awkwardness right now by, like, just pleading that it's hot and tiring. Yes. <laughs> Pity us and send us money uh, for microphones. All right. So, <laughs> so that we can get out of this hot closet. So, yeah. um, Here uh, is Dead, Dead Time, Time Stories. Stories. Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Stephanie. And we're the hosts of Dead Time Stories. Dead Time Stories, with a Z, is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky, and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter, and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe, rate and review today. Okay, so and we're back. So we're that back. was dead time stories. Yeah, yeah. they're great. And go check them out. Uh, you should go on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, comment, yeah. and comment. And I think they've got a Patreon now too. So yeah, yeah. When you check comment, them out. yeah, yeah, check them out and like, yeah, definitely leave a comment as to how you what you think because like yeah. that really helps on iTunes. That That's boosts how in the charts. Boosts. Yeah, it's only comments on iTunes that really, like, help that way. All right. So I have some... I had a request this time. Yes. Yes. Did. And it was uh, fucked up amusement park shit. Yeah. I mean, that's amusement not how it was worded. deaths, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not That's not how, <laughs> how the requester uh, worded it. No. She wasn't like, I want some fucked up carnival shit. <laughs> but, yeah, basically she was like, yeah. But so, that is uh, how you interpreted it. That's how my brain interprets everything. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. So fucked up shit, you say? Okay. <laughs> She's like, no, I, 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 no. Um, I just wanted some advice on my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucked up carnival stories it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah, no, I, I do have some sensitivity. I, a lot, actually. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know either. All right. Okay, so as a request from one of our patrons, I am going to cover scary, horrible, fucked up shit at amusement parks. I like it. Yep, so here we go. I love this topic. Yeah, me too, actually. Just tell me everything. I got some hauntings and some accidents, so here's uh, the dark carnivals. All right. First one is one, Andrea, you have probably heard of. Um, It's the Mindbender Roller Coaster Disaster. Oh. Yeah, like... That's the name of the roller coaster mm-hmm. at, uh, you'll find out. So <laughs> I just wanted to cover this one a little bit, like, since it happened in a city, like, right by the one we grew up in. Right here in Alberta. Yeah, right by, like, right near Calgary, three hours away. So the Mindbender is considered to be the world's largest indoor roller coaster. And it's fabulous. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's at Galaxyland Amusement Park inside West Edmonton Mall in Edmonton, Alberta, which is, you know, three hours away from Calgary, which is why we've been there. And you can currently still ride it. Um, However, on June 14th, 1986, a track on the roller coaster flew off the rails, throwing the four passengers inside the car to the cement floor below after crashing into a pillar at approximately 100 kilometers per hour. Yikes. 
Yep. No good. No. David Sager, 24 years old. Tony Mandrusiak, 24, and his fiance, Cindy Sims, 21, were killed. Of the four, there was only one survivor, who was Sager's friend, Rod Chaco. Chaco's body was so broken that to this day, it is still a source of intense chronic pain for him. He's been talking out. Like, he's also, like, been recently fighting for a memorial to be placed at the site of the roller coaster, which I agree with. That I think reasonable. that's. Yeah, because, you know. People died there and they've kind of just moved on like nothing happened. They do it on highways. Yeah, it makes sense. And like, it wouldn't be hard to find a place for that. Like, you can put a plaque, like, mm-hmm. you know, something. Acknowledge these things. And I get why he has to fight for it though, because the amusement park's probably like, oh, we would just want people to forget that anyone ever died on this yeah, ride or people won't come. Feel like they're unsafe. Yeah, but I mean,. These people's lives were, like, they mattered, you know? Yeah. So since the horrific accident, the roller coaster has been extensively redesigned to improve safety measures, obviously. And Andrea and I have both ridden this roller coaster multiple times, like, obviously long after this incident. So the new safety measures had already been in place for years and years when we went on. But it's kind of something that everyone in Alberta just, like knows about Mm -hmm. you know and it's always been on my mind when i ride the thing it's really fun our uncle chris actually is the one who like told me the story when i was little yeah because it had happened when i was one yeah and then and i was not alive yeah probably when i was a bit older he told me about it Mm -hmm. um yeah and it was like been a kid when it happened the roller coaster is totally different now yeah like they uh Obviously, they they improved it since then, but then they I think they have all also like made it even bigger since then. Yeah, it's like a completely different roller coaster now. Yeah, basically, like and that's I think. good. I hope so. I'm pretty sure. I would assume so. Well, at the time, they obviously fixed it so that it would be was, safe. Was yeah. safer, but it, I think it stayed the same for a long time. But I think like I think they tore it down since yeah. then. I think they've torn it down and built like a night, uh, you know, like a more up to date, crazier, bigger yeah. thing. Yeah, it's I think. it's it's wild. It definitely like gave me a headache after a while, which is an interesting one I heard in one of the articles. Um, I don't cover it here, but I'll mention it after. Uh, yeah, so remember that. So, okay. uh, next one is Oakpo Land uh, Amusement Park. Oakpo Land is an abandoned amusement park situated on the small uh, Gyoje. I don't I don't know how to pronounce any Korean <laughs> word. I only know how to say I love you in Korean. So that's it. And that's not what the name of this island is. So. No, okay. And that's in South Korea. Yeah, and you should Google the, like, absolutely fucking chilling pictures of this park. Like, you can Google it really easily. And you should totally do that because as I, like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because you'll see what I'm talking about. And it's pretty bad. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, you should, actually. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. You can keep talking. Yeah, Okay. So while Andrea is frantically rummaging and you guys are like typing, hopefully, I mean, most of you are probably sitting there being like, no, I'm not going to do that. Too bored. <laughs> but you should. Okay. So Oakpoland was shut down in 1999 after a series of tragic fatal events occurred. In the mid-1990s, a person, and some reports say this was a small child as well, uh, died on the park's once-renowned duck-themed roller coaster. So it's like you ride in these like duck-shaped carts. Ducks. Yeah. Ducks. Yeah, they're like duck-shaped. You'll, it, when you cute. see the picture, you're not going to think it's cute. Oh. Ah! <laughs> That'll be an editing cut. Oops. Okay. All right, go on. 
Then, in 1999, the exact same incident occurred again on the same ride, and a little girl fell from the roller coaster to her death. Neither of these victims ever received an apology or compensation from the park. But after the second horrendous accident, authorities apparently shut down the park by force, and oddly, its owner disappeared overnight when the park closed. Oh. Yep. For a long time afterward, the cart, like the duck cart where the second victim died, was left hanging off the edge of the ride's tracks, like suspended in a tree. And unsurprisingly, this abandoned amusement park is considered by many to be haunted. And oh, I'm a looking lot at people... pictures. And yeah, it's... see? See what I mean? Look it's at the fucking duck. It's already creepy. Right? It would have been creepy. It would have been creepy anyway, but it's time, abandoned, yeah. Yeah, but now it's abandoned. Yeah, so if anyone who's looking at the duck and was like, oh, duck theme, that sounds cute like Andrea it's did, and then cute. you see the duck, yeah, no, it's, you're <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, yeah, never mind, I take that back, I've, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, a lot of people think it's haunted, and a lot of people have therefore, like, traveled to the site just to, like, see and feel the eerie, lingering sadness left behind. So how did the first person die, just as they died? Uh, they died on the roller coaster. I think it, like, went off the tracks. Oh. Yeah, and then the, like, little girl... And then girl, another little girl fell off of it. Yeah, I think, because it also went off the tracks. Like, this roller coaster was just not good. And, like, the reason the authorities shut it down, obviously, was because, you know, no compensation was given, and obviously nothing was done to make mm-hmm. the ride safe, so they were just going to get death after death on yeah, this so thing. Yeah, so they're like, okay, we... You can't keep running this thing. Yeah, you can't keep fucking killing people on this duck <laughs> roller coaster, please. Maybe it was a serial killer. Maybe this was his, like, way... The duck did it? Is the duck no, the serial killer? No, How do the you like owner who was like, oh, oh I know this is um, going to, like, I know people oh. are going to die on this because it's defective. Maybe he liked that. And I'm going to just lie and say it's fixed and keep running it. Maybe. Because he disappeared, right? He disappeared, but that could have also been because he didn't ever want to be chased down to give compensation. Well, oh, He yeah. might have been skipping payment, but you, that's an interesting, like, theory, actually. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked because, like, how hard is it to just not have a roller coaster that sucks like it's it's pretty easy to fix them like (laughs) this was like the late 90s it's not like it's an ancient days when they don't have the technology to make a fucking roller coaster yeah like yeah so the next one this one is pretty nasty uh the six flags haunted castle fire tragedy so haunted castle was an attraction at six flags great adventure amusement park in jackson township new jersey and it's, like, one of those walkthrough sorts of things with, like, props and actors dressed in scary costumes and all that stuff. That's and they, like, cool. jump out at you. I yeah. love haunted, like, house Yeah, themed, like, and rides stuff. and walkthroughs. Yeah, yeah, me too. Those are the best. Um, tragically, a fire began in the attraction at 6.35 p.m. on May 11th, 1984. Fanned by the building's air conditioning, it spread rapidly due to the use of flammable building materials in the structure. Which makes sense. Most of them do have wood somewhere in there. But approximately 29 guests were in the attraction at the time. 14, including four park employees, managed to escape. Seven who survived were treated for smoke inhalation. And among those killed included eight teenagers from a group of nine that had entered together. The lone survivor of the group was carried to safety by a park employee. One witness, whose group entered several minutes... After the group who fell victim, uh, later testified that she saw flames coming from around the bend of the attraction's, like, hunchback display. And she originally thought, you know, it was, like, part of the show, like, part of the effects, but realized that the flames were real after she smelled the smoke. So her group yelled fire, 
and ran back to the entrance, bumping into the walls. And firefighters from 11 surrounding communities responded, so the fire was declared under control by about 7.45 p.m., so they Mm -hmm. got it under control pretty fast. And the park remained open during this time, but closed shortly after. No one even realized initially that lives had been lost until later that evening. Because they, they didn't keep track of how many were in there, right? Yeah. Um, and they sense. thought, like, everyone got out. So they discovered it when the bodies of the eight teenagers were found in one of the trailers of the attraction. They were burnt beyond recognition and were originally thought to be mannequins. Except for the smell. No, they were, like, they were real burnt. Everything just smelled, like, burnt. Oh. And, like, the shape of a mannequin when they burn, like, yeah. the melted, like, completely black char. Yeah. Same as a body in some cases. Yeah. So they weren't sure. So, like, white body bags were used to help emergency personnel differentiate between the victims and the burnt mannequins. Um, only one side of the structure, utilizing, like, nine of the 17 trailers, was occupied at the time of the fire. During the subsequent uh, criminal trial, the Jackson Township Fire Inspector testified that he had never inspected the castle. Excellent. So, That's yeah. great. That's perfect. At least he was honest. The township considered the castle a temporary structure, even after it had been like at the park for five years, based on the fact that the trailers were still on wheels. Uh, and that's how you get out of getting a getting a permit issue for this inspection yeah i don't know right like okay. just because it's a temporary structure doesn't mean you can light things on fire well, and five years isn't temporary yeah it's not it no it's not even if it was though like does it matter if a fire is a fire and you mm. own the structure like yeah but yeah that's the thing so the castle lacked a building permit right uh a certificate of occupancy fire and smoke detectors, and sprinklers, despite repeated recommendations by the park's own safety consultants. How hard would it have been to just put some fire alarms in there at least? Right, or some sprinklers, like fire alarms and sprinklers. That's not too hard. Just a regular system that you have in, like, all condo buildings. Yeah, exactly. Like, something simple. Because, like, it was a walkthrough thing. It couldn't have been, like, you know, it's not a massive building. Like, it wouldn't be hard to outfit with a couple things yeah (laughs) like uh, yeah so okay i'm ready for the next one is everybody else ready they said yes thanks guys (laughs) there it is hiding on me all right so the next one is um the colloquially called by some uh the black sunday at king's island theme park So, on June 9th, 1991, three incredibly unusual tragedies occurred within hours of each other at the Kings Island theme park in Ohio, southern Ohio. Um, A man, who some sources claim was drunk, because this did take place by the German beer garden in the park. Well, proximity. Yeah, I mean... You're clearly wasted. Well, the thing is, (laughs) he fell, like, face first into a pond. Okay, then So he might have been, yeah. (laughs) And so, a friend uh, named, like, a... 20-year-old named William Haithcote, and also a 20-year-old park employee named Daryl Robertson jumped in to save him, Mm -hmm. only to be electrocuted. Oh. According to many reports, there had been some sort of, like, live wire beneath or surrounding a pipe that was supplying the pond. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is just a pond, so it shouldn't have been like that. Um, Yeah. That's bad, yeah, because you could splash around in it. Like, what if someone just happened to, like, dip their toes in? Yeah, right? 
So both the men who attempted rescue died from their severe injuries. The man who originally fell in the pond, Timothy Binning, survived the electrical shock and he did recover in hospital. Yeah. That's good. At least they did succeed in what they tried to do. They gave their lives for this guy. Yeah. The man, uh, yeah. So just one hour after this occurrence, elsewhere in the park, 32-year-old Candy Taylor (laughs) fell from a ride called the Flight Commander over 60 feet to her death. Yeah. Stop falling out of rides. I know. Um, some reports claim that she may have been twisting in her seat to see the emergency vehicles from across the park that oh, showed no. up for the electrocuted guys. Yeah, right? But authorities also claim that she wouldn't have been able to undo the types of restraints that held her into the ride. And she was five foot five, so she shouldn't have slipped. Yeah. Um, but other reports claim that she'd passed out or fainted and slipped through the restraints. Like, oh. limp, I guess. She died from the blunt force trauma to multiple parts of her body. So, yeah. And this all happened on the same night, like, within hours. Jesus. Yep. Yep. So, people in Ohio are, you know, that's kind of a thing that they would recognize, similar to how we recognize the the roller coaster in West Ed. Yeah. Yeah. So, last one, and this is another ghosty one. Uh, Disneyland ghosts. Yeah. Okay. So, this is a little bit more uplifting than all these horrible deaths. I love Disneyland ghosts. Yeah, and there's, like, a lot. Like, Disneyland Anaheim boasts a lot of different ghosts, right? It's not surprising, considering that people like to scatter the ashes of their dead loved ones at the supposed happiest place on Earth, despite it being illegal. I don't find that it would be that, like, emotionally or, like... Well, because, like, their loved ones, a lot of people say, you know, when I die, scatter my ashes at Disneyland because it's so fun, right? That's ridiculous. I mean, that's super common there. I've been there. It's not that fun. Actually, I went to Disney World. Disney World is great. Where are you talking about? It was cold when I went. <laughs> Florida was having a weird. That's cold totally the park's spell. fault. Disney it World is. isn't fun at all because well, weather happens. Because the lineups were so long. Yeah, we got on like three rides and froze pass. the entire time. Yeah, you get like this sort of fast pass thing, and it alerts you when the lineup's short, uh, and then you book it over there. That's uh, how you have to do it. If you just wait in the lines, you, we just you waited get in lines. Oh yeah, no, that's so cold. Yeah, no, that's that's not you can't do that. That's yeah. bad. Yeah. So, yeah, like it's illegal to do the ash thing, right? Obviously, because it's kind of a, a huge health hazard for people to be breathing in like the ashes of like a bajillion different dead children and adults. Yeah. Yeah. So ashes, unfortunately, are still found in the park today. Huh. Yeah. So <laughs> one ghost related to that particular practice is one of a young boy who is said to be standing, like he's seen standing outside the entrance to the haunted mansion ride, crying for his mother. According to common speculation, his mother had likely scattered his ashes inside the ride, accidentally trapping his spirit there. And the other ghost that many people talk huh. about here. Sorry, yeah, I that was right? a delayed reaction to. <laughs> You're just like trying to picture her like scattering ashes in this ride. Yeah. I I was too. I'm just like so she's just sitting in one of the carts because I've been on this ride. Yeah. Well, I haven't been on one in Anaheim, but they're pretty much identical. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, like if I saw someone just go like poof beside me, I'd be like, I'm what? not breathing for the next doing? like ten hours yeah. <laughs> next to you ever. Stop I, like, it. And obviously, her intention is like, oh, he loved Disneyland. Yeah, like which but instead I get he's it, like. But... He's Mom, like why'd you abandon me at Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, it, crying in front of the entrance, wondering where she is. Yeah. I hope that's not true, right? Like, it's a speculative one, but people do talk about this one. Um, so the other ghost, this big one that people talk about, is obviously the ghost of Walt Disney himself. Yeah. Makes sense. 
Yeah, I know. Sorry, that I know, <laughs> was I an know. involuntary reaction. Respect the dead, Andrea. No, no, no it's okay. You don't have to not. respect the anti-Semitic capitalists. Although I'm not sure <laughs> if he actually was anti-Semitic. I gotta check my sources on that. So, in any case, he died, you know, of lung cancer, right? I oh, believe so. That's yeah. what I'm also dying of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably me too. I'm dying. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, maybe or jaw y- you should go to Disneyland. Apparently, it's very good for ghosts to stick around there. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know the energy of it, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, um, obviously the ghost of Walt Disney. So reports claim that when Walt Disney uh, happened to be at Disneyland, like when he was visiting it, mm-hmm. he often stayed in the uh, Main Street Fire Station. It's okay. kind of like this little structure. Yeah, and there was a lamp in the window that he'd uh, turn on to signal to employees that he was there. So, you know, people wouldn't flip out. Like, right. the park people wouldn't be rushing or whatever. Yeah. But that, like, the employees would know. So after his death, the lamp was turned off out of, like, you know, respect. Like, I guess, like, a flag at half-mast kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, reportedly, there was an incident one day in which an employee was cleaning that area of Main Street and the uh, quarter in the station when she saw that the lamp was on so she turned it off but the lamp turned back on she tried turning it off twice more but it kept turning back on and apparently the lamp continues to light the window off and on these days on its own disney you weirdo yeah he's just like my ghost is staying here now so i'm gonna turn on the lamp He's yeah. like, the, he's like, I would so fire this employee if I wasn't he's a like, ghost. Stop turning off my goddamn light. Yeah, what he's like, go, yeah, I need people to know that I'm, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. You're so fired. If I had anything more than ectoplasm to fling at you, I so would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that one? It'd that your you were... termination notice. What was yeah. that one that you were gonna mention? Okay, so two things I was gonna mention. One of the cases I didn't cover happened in 2016. Yeah. Um, so there's this giant water slide in, uh, I believe it's a part of Germany. Um, really, really massive, dangerous, steep water slide that, you know, has been condemned by a lot of safety professionals. Anyway, a 10-year-old boy went down it, um, because, yeah. you know, they didn't close it down or change anything, and they still haven't, and he was decapitated. Oh my god. Yeah, something happened where I think he ended up on his side and, like, slammed his neck against something. Because, like, the force of it would swing you side to side. And if you're yeah. 10, you're particularly light. Yeah. Apparently other people have been injured on it, too, with, like, mild facial injuries and such. But he, his neck was, like, almost completely severed. But, like, the witnesses, which I believe were his family members, who do talk oh about it. Oh my god. I yeah, they saw attack. this. Yeah, they saw this and they were like, he was decapitated, basically. Like, they saw this happen to their, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, and they've been uh, talking in the news recently because they do actually want, um, according to some statements in uh, various news articles I found, they do like want people to know about more about this and mm-hmm. to get more publicity on this because this ride should absolutely be shut down. Yeah. Like it's not safe, even according to like engineers and shit. You can't have a water slide like this; it will get people killed. Yeah, you have to. There has to be. There are safety guidelines for these things. They're tested. Yeah. You know. Engineers work on the whole physics of people yeah. going down them so that they can, you know, people of certain weights or heights or whatever yeah. can't go down and they can make sure that it's safe for the average person. Yeah, and this one is outdoors and it's massively high. Like, this isn't even as steep as the ones that were in West Ed where I went, like, like feet overhead at the end because I was like, I went did feet we, overhead. Like, was yeah. that the one where we were at the top for about? 45 minutes asking the guy if anybody had ever died on those slides. 
I mean, it was more like 20 minutes, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was was terrified. I was too. I was 11. You couldn't even see. Yeah. You couldn't even see the slide going down. It was so steep that just to sit down would feel like you're just going to fall off a cliff. Fall off a cliff. Um, And it's not until you're like, and not until you've already done it that you can see that there is like centrifugal. Yeah. 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 When you're already on it, you can't see. Yeah. Because it looks like a cliff. So that it didn't hold me down. I did actually separate from it a few times where I had to. Right, I my think body. I did too. Yeah, like because um, we were very like light and skinny and short, so it's like you know I. They're was... not there anymore. Those slides, hey. Yeah, because they're a bad idea. They have a different version. That's but, probably safer. Uh, they're not there yet. If you're gonna do that, you need the sides to be higher or something. And honestly, okay, so the one where this little boy died. Mm-hmm. So picture those slides, but like, like five higher. times as high. Jesus, like so it looks high. like a slope at like a ski thing like those ones are already yet. high yeah no this is terrifying looking this should not exist and like since people have been severely injured on it several times and this boy was decapitated you know like so that's why they're trying to get more publicity on it and uh yeah i guess you should look that up um uh, yeah scary water slide in germany if you look up you know the decapitation you'll find it mm-hmm. um i forget the exact name of where it is but uh yeah don't go on it bad <laughs> idea don't do it don't ride it i wouldn't it looks rickety to me as well. But um, yeah, so the other one, when I said that I rode the mind bender in West Ed a few times when I was visiting a friend mm-hmm. in Edmonton, um, I was about 15, I got a headache and she did too. And I was reading one of the articles that was commenting on a woman who'd had aneur- an aneurysm on one of the rides. Yeah. And this guy, um, he is like um, an actual like specialist, a medical professional who studied this. Um, he says, the reason is when you are on a roller coaster, it goes really fast. And while your skull is moving that yeah. fast, your brain moves inside your skull with mm-hmm. it. And sometimes if it's too fast, it will slam slightly against the back of your skull yeah. without you doing anything. And you'll yeah. have an aneurysm and bleed out. Yeah. You got to be careful if you're one of those people that has like an aneurysm or gets like sitting in their brain. Easy headaches. I mean, you won't, don't know that until you, if you, in the, if you haven't had an MRI, but. Right, like yeah. that's the thing that you don't know, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, everybody that can have me. like a ticking time bomb in their head. Right? Yeah. yeah. For me, if I ever like when I get headaches on rides, I just I don't do them again now. Like I'll just be like, no, that's it for me because I don't want to risk it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that scared the shit out of me. I was Sometimes like, oh, that's the reason. Sometimes it's also a bit of whiplash. Yes. And it's not your brain so much. Like yeah, it you just can depends. get slammed a bit on yeah. the back. It's happened to me too. And the yeah, yeah, it's bad for short people. Yeah, it's hard out here for us. Thing. We are too tiny. Yeah, we are. We're yeah, too little. you're dainty and pretty. Two little scared siblings. Yeah. <laughs> Two dainty sibs. so dainty. Yeah, we sound so fragile. Yeah, I mean, we are. You're, you especially. <laughs> I Andrea is never not falling apart. A delicate flower. She is. Yeah, so that was uh, what we have for you today. Yes. And you're welcome. Ha. And the end of the month is coming up. Yeah, so for our patrons. In half a month. Yeah, not half a month. It's the yeah. 18th in like a week and a half or so. But yeah. um, yeah, so at the end of the month, uh, we, our $5 tier patrons get bonus episodes. Yes. Which are really, really cool. On Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash two scared siblings, you can donate there and you can you can do $1 and you'll get a shout out or you can do $5 and you'll get bonus episodes at the end of each month. And a shout out. 
Yeah, and you get a both with the five. That's right. Yeah. Um, with the $1 tier, it's a one-time shout-out and also a special thanks to you in the description of each episode. With the $5, it's that. And also, yeah, the bonus episode. The bonus episode. So, yeah. yeah, you should go check us out. Support us. Help us get microphones. We need them. Ugh. You know we do. Yeah. We're not going to stop bringing this up <laughs> over and over until so we have money for microphones. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. So, if you want us to shut up about that... Um, you know what to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Start also, typing. Yeah. join us on Twitter uh, at, at Two Scared, Two Scared Sibs. Sibs. Yeah. And uh, at Andrea Noel 3 and at Toy Carousels for Ren. Yeah. Those are our personals if you want to yeah, hear you wanna me rant about politics. And... and Instagram is Two Scared Siblings. Yep. And we're Two Scared Siblings pretty much everywhere else. We're still working on that YouTube series. So that'll be coming out soon. Yes. Yep. We need some uh, art. Yep. We still are looking for icon art. So yeah. yeah, if you guys are interested in sending us art for merch or icons or, you know, banner art or anything else. Yeah. You send know, us. Just send them. Send yeah. them. Or if you know anybody that does those sort of commissions. Yeah. And just email us at twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com with that info. Yeah, with that info. And, and also your with your stories. Yeah. Yes. So you know where to find us. And now you get a smooch. Mwah. Mm-hmm. Sleep well.